This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant ink Spotify. Conditions apply. Hi, and welcome to Pain in the Pod. Today I'm talking with Drew Ackerman, who has a podcast called Sleep With Me. The title sounds provocative, but it's actually a podcast that helps you sleep. Drew tells you an adult bedtime story, and I cannot tell you how it works, but it does. Drew, thank you for joining me today. You're not going to put me to sleep, are you? Well, I hope I don't put your listeners to sleep. If I put you to sleep, I, I think that would be like a magic trick. That would be pretty sweet. <laughs> but uh, thank you so much for having me on. Now, I've uh, learned a little bit about you by reading, and it seems that you've started your podcast due to insomnia as a child. Can you explain that to my listeners, how that came about? Yeah. So when I was a kid, I, I had uh, undiagnosed dyslexia, and I had a lot of issues at school uh, with just just a lot of issues at school, a lot of challenges. And it, it caused me a great deal of anxiety. And I would be up at night worrying about the next day at school and trying to plan for any disaster that could happen. And then I'd be worrying that I wasn't going to get enough sleep and I'd be tired at school. And it was just this like vicious cycle. And, and it, 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 it happened every night, every school night. And I couldn't sleep. I shared a room with my brother and it was really painful but then at some point, a classmate uh, told me about, he was like, oh, my older brother listens to this comedy radio show called The Dr. Demento Show. And it was like a, a, sh- like a comedy show with uh, parody songs. People like uh, Weird Al would go on there. And I started listening to that. And it never put me to sleep, but it just made me forget about the pain and the tossing and turning of not being able to sleep. That is fascinating. Now, uh, you and I may be around the same age, but I remember that show. I don't quite remember exactly what was on it except for the Weird Al part, I guess probably because he came famous later. But that's interesting because, you know, if ever I'm going to say I'm going to take a rest, I'm going to lay down for one hour in the middle of the day if I'm exhausted, if I put on a podcast, even if I'm super interested in it, somehow it's sort of that radio sound that can lull you to sleep. And of course, the good thing about podcasts is you can go back and listen to it if you missed something. So I, I don't know, this is, fa- this is completely fascinating to me. So from, from reading about you, I know you had a lot of interesting jobs and you came from a big family which lends itself to good stories. So basically what you do on your podcast, and, and correct me if I'm getting this wrong, is you just sort of tell an adult bedtime story about your life or a TV show and, you know, not you're all, almost trying to bore somebody to sleep. Now, is this this is rude or this is correct? No, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> and I think like I use some of my listeners will object to the word boring. Yes, I think it's a good entry point for the podcast, and it's not intimidating. And so that's how I describe it too. Yeah, the whole idea is you know kids get bedtime stories, and the whole thing around the bedtime story is the parent or the adult kind of creates a safe place. And they have this calming, warm presence so the, the, the child can say, oh, okay, I'm safe. Uh, someone's here for me. And now I can drift off. And maybe with children, they, you know, they might ask a lot more questions or, or the first few minutes are tough. And I was just always curious. I'm like, how come adults don't get bedtime stories? And I know a lot of people that are in relationships and one person can't sleep and one person can. And that can create some tension. 
But really, if you're in a relationship, you want your partner to sleep good too. And I, so, so, so once I started listening to podcasts, I was like, well, there's a lot of stuff like meditative and natural sounds. Like, why isn't there any bedtime stories kind of in the vein of that weird Al, Dr. Demento, that are silly and fun and not serious? Because I feel like the guided meditations are like, okay, focus now and, uh, and connect to your, you know, it, and I'm like, well, that's too much pressure. I don't want to, I can't focus. Or, I don't know. It just keep me up. It would, it would start me thinking. And so I was like, why isn't there any bedtime stories? And then I just started making the show. I'd never made a podcast before. And I was like, oh, what would this be? Will people listen? And when I first started out, I was making like 10, 20 minute episodes. And I was like, well, I don't know if people to sleep. And, and I slowly stumbled on this idea of just like Weird Al and Dr. Nemento were there for me and distracting me from what was keeping me up at night. So that was one portion of it. But then what you said about the podcasts is like, yeah, I want something to listen to, but that I don't feel pressure to focus on. So it's trying to ma maintain a balance between being distracting, but not too engaging. Right. So the whole thing about the boring to sleep is I don't find you boring at all. And when sometimes when I put it on to listen to it to really just take a little nap or something, I'm actually trying to sort of keep myself awake so I can listen. But <laughs> because, you know, it's entertaining and it's funny. Now it's not fall on the floor funny, but it's, it's you know, it's quirky. And I really love it so much. And I just love this idea because you're right. These meditation ones, that's great. But, you know, you need to sit in this position or lay in this position and you have to think so much about what they're saying. You can't keep your mind off of it in order to relax because you have to keep your mind on it in order to relax. Right, right. It's too, it's yeah. too hard. But you don't have a background in hypnotherapy or anything like that. Or you do? No, I mean, I really believe in the power of storytelling. I mean, and that's why I love podcasting and why it's such a, a great opportunity uh, for listeners and people creating stuff is because you can make a podcast about anything and you can make it as focused as you want it. And it, it builds on this idea of like, oh, we crave stories. We crave information kind of told in, in a narrative way. So instead of I'm not a sleep expert. And I'm not a, a like an expert at like, oh, these methods. It's just the idea of like, I think people want a story. And when you can't sleep, a lot of times you're already telling yourself a story that you're kind of the main character in. It could be something embarrassing you did in high school, or it could be something like you're worried about at work or something with your health. And you're just, you're, you're that story is running through your mind. And this is a story that you don't have any stakes in. You're not a character in. And it, yeah, the stories tend to be very meandering and then uh, superfluous details and it go off on tangents. So it's like it's I guess it is boring in that sense where it's like there's just a lot of information without a lot of uh, substance sometimes. And that's kind of my goal with the show. Listen, when you start talking about, you know, Breaking Bad, then I'm listening because I love that show. But when you start talking about Star Trek, I'm like, oh, this is <laughs> going to be a good one. I'm going to have a good nap to the Star Trek story because I'm not interested in Star Trek. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you get that a lot. Uh, how do you how do you choose a story that you're going to tell about your jobs or your childhood or a TV show? How do you decide week to week like, oh, that came to me on Wednesday. I think I'll tell that story when I record. How do you decide? Yeah. So I keep a, a list of like ideas and then I kind of have, uh, I kind of plan out my schedule ahead of time. So it'd be like, Oh, well, I've been thinking about this memory or this old job. Like I had a job. I've never done an episode about selling fuzzy dice, but I did have a job <laughs> selling fuzzy dice for cars wholesale. So it's like, 
oh, well, I've been thinking about fuzzy dice. And, and as soon as I have like two or three connections, I'll be like, OK, let's use that for a podcast episode or if it's topical or something it, or with the TV shows. It, I guess those ones, it, like you said, it's like it, it can be dipping my toe in a little bit more dangerous water because it's like, oh, some people really love a show or some people like are like, oh, I'm not interested in that show. But it's like, is a show, can I tolerate watching a TV show four or five times? So like one episode, that's my number one thing. So like shows like Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones, The Good Place, Star Trek. I'm like, okay, there's enough rich details that it won't be too painful on that third or fourth time watching it to kind of take notes. And then, yeah, is there enough detail? And with Breaking Bad or Game of Thrones, it actually offers a fun challenge because it's like, okay, how am I going to steer around all of these non-bedtime topics and like make it fun for the listener so they, they don't have to worry about like uh, these darker moments that are going to keep them up? I'm like, okay, I'm going to steer right around this and, and create something fun out of this uh, more intense moment. Right. You don't really want to talk about when Jesse's girlfriend overdosed on uh, Breaking Bad. It's not <laughs> a nighttime exactly, visual. Yeah. What a great episode, though. Oh, now, how long does it take you to sit down and record one podcast? They're generally generally about an hour. Is that right? Yeah, I figure to produce a podcast from start to finish, it takes me about 20 hours. So there's like a lot of pre-production, like either watching the TV shows or writing we're just getting the topics ready. And then usually for every minute of recording or minute of stuff that makes it into an episode, I probably have to record like a minute and a half or two minutes. And then, yeah, then there's the editing. And then there's like a second round. Usually there's a couple layers of a couple rounds of listening to the episodes just to see. I'm not a perfectionist, but I do like keep in mind that I do have an agreement with my listeners or a compact uh, to try to do my best to make sure I put out the best quality episode I can and that there's nothing that slips through that might be, I mean, I'm pretty good now. I've like almost done 700 episodes, but there's still sometimes like, I don't know, like some, some spiders will just slip out. I'll say the word spiders. And then luckily then I'll hear it in the edit and be like, oh no, I got to edit that out. Like uh, that's going to wake somebody right up. Okay. That's funny. That is funny. So start to finish, you're saying it's like 20 hours to do one episode. That's, I mean, I guess that does count in the viewing time and, the reviewing time if you're doing a show. But I mean, I guess people don't quite realize how much work goes into a podcast. You don't just sit down and talk for an hour right, and then right. load it up. It is, and I'm learning this myself since I'm somewhat new to this, that it is so much more involved. And in, in your case, you're trying to make it perfect so that you don't <laughs> scare somebody or make somebody all of a sudden have a bad dream of somebody, you know, overdosing on Breaking Bad, for example. I don't watch Game. Yeah. Of, I don't watch Game of Thrones, but I hear that I need to. It's a very good show, and yeah, like you said, with the the audio production, it's like in order for something to sound free and easy and like off the cuff, you either have to be unbelievably talented, like uh, people that do live to tape shows. Uh, you know, they must they have hour like thousands and thousands of hours of experience, or you have to really plan it and then edit it so that it sounds like. Like when you do a good job, it sounds like no work went into it. So it's like a, a hard balance with with making podcasts. But I think that's the same with video or writing, too. And you learn so many intangible skills. And there's so many uh, chances for me uh, of personal growth through all the work that goes into the podcast. So it, it's definitely been something that there's hard times, but then there's a lot of benefits, too. 
Do you have a, a, a side hustle or is this your side hustle or this is your full-time job? Yeah. So the podcast went from an experiment uh, five years ago where I was like, I'm going to try to make this show for two years as an experiment and just see if I can make it and see if people would listen. And then after two years, I don't think it became a side, a side hustle or a side job until maybe like year three and a half or four. And then, yeah, like at the end of last year, I was just in a position where so much work was going in the show. Like I was supporting the podcast with a full-time job and then working like two more full-time jobs with the podcast. And I was like, okay, I can't, this is just, even for my listeners, I'm like, oh, I'm talking about self-care and taking good care of yourself. And I'm not really setting a good example. And I was just like, this just isn't sustainable. So I made the leap to just do the podcast and I'm lucky. I'm in a really good position. Like I'm really grateful that I can do it. And, uh, yeah, it's like uh, now I'm constantly learning new things about, oh, what what else can we do to keep this podcast and keep it sustainable and figure out uh, it's a burgeoning industry. So it's like everybody's learning at the same time. Well, that's great. I mean, congratulations to you. That is no easy feat in the podcast world. So that's great. And, you know, it shows your podcast is it, it's wonderful. Now, you know, regarding that, I heard about your podcast from Georgia on My Favorite Murder. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, did you... Were you aware that she'd given you a shout out? And what happened when that happened? Because that's such a huge podcast as well. You know, it was wild because yeah, Georgia and Karen have always been so kind and so generous. Uh, like, I mean, I'm glad the podcast helps Georgia sleep. And, and like she's repaid it with so much generosity. And it was interesting, like at some point, I guess now it's been a, a couple of years, like like my favorite murder. They had been making it for a little while. And at some point it just really caught fire and people would just start like that's when I was like holy cow people were like oh Georgia talked about it so it was like right around I think they were kind of talking about it when it was still a regular like I mean it's one of the biggest podcasts in the world so so it was like it's been a huge help but it's like it's weird because my show kind of grew as they grew too but yeah it's just something like it's just interesting like when your podcasts like people talk about in podcasting oh word of mouth and oh like then it's like at least my inner, inner internal critics like, oh, I don't know if word of mouth is going to work. Or, like, I don't know when I started the show and I was like, I'm going to do this for two years and see how it goes. And then after that, I was like, OK, let's keep going. It was word of mouth, like from like people telling one person and then someone like Georgia telling like millions of people that have like helped the show grow. And, and it's just been something I'm really grateful for. Yeah, I was wondering, you know, if you're sitting at your house and you're looking at your analytics and all of a sudden you get this huge uptick in subscribers, you're like, what the heck happened? And somebody told you that Georgia mentioned you. I was I was wondering what that day was like. I remember the first time I found out about it, I was waiting at a bus stop for a bus after work. And uh, uh, like, I think it was someone that had listened to the show for a long time was like, oh, I just Georgia just mentioned you on uh, My Favorite Murder. And, and I was like, uh, oh, cool. And and then I think I was like, uh, just send her a tweet. Or I said, oh, thank you so much. Uh, and then I was like, I was like downloading it. I'm like, oh, I want to hear what they said, you know. And uh, yeah, it's just been, it's, it was something like, it was still a slow impact. But now when I ask people, oh, how did you hear about the show? Like, like just like you, that some people say, oh, I heard about it from uh, Georgia and Karen. And I'm like, oh, cool. And it's just great to see people really successful and to know that they're really kind, generous people and like people, George and Karen are on the podcast, their actions outside of the podcast 
I mean, they're really the people they are on the podcast. These really generous, uh, really kind women. I think that's great. That's part of the reason I'm doing this podcast is because I want to interview podcasters about the story of how they got started. And also, it's great to support other people. You know, there's room out there for everybody. And I think my producer tells me, you know, oh, there's 300 new podcasts a day. I'm like, that's, well, that's not daunting at all. So I, I love that they, at the end of their show, every week will say something they're grateful for. Or, and then that's when she brought up your podcast. That was something she was grateful for because she had been having a hard time and said, I'm grateful for this. And then I remember Karen chimed in and said, oh, he's so great and he's not boring and you want to listen to him. But somehow it's he's like a magical genius and he talks you to sleep and he's so great. And I thought, well, that I need to get on board with that. So, <laughs> yeah, it is. It is, you know, it, I say word of mouth and air quotes because it's, you know, word of mouth, but you hear about a podcast on another podcast. So it's it's funny because it all is full circle, which is with what I'm trying to do here as well. Yeah. I mean, I, a lot of, I really view it the same way as like, this is like a rising tide raises all ships. And I mean, only one out of four Americans regularly listens to a podcast and globally it's even less than that. And it's like, as we as more there are more podcasts and the space is getting more and more filled up but it's like also there's like so many diverse interests i mean one of the positive sides of the internet is that whatever you're interested in there's a community around it and and, and i think there's like and there's three podcasts around it probably but it's like as podcasting grows uh, i mean and brings more people in you say oh well you love stamps oh these, there's <laughs> all these great stamp collecting podcasts like you should check one out they, then they fall in love with podcasts and they realize, oh, oh, there's like this funny podcast, My Favorite Murder. And then there's all oh, this 99 percent invisible. And then and then they it just trickles down like, oh, also, I love knitting. Oh, there's a bunch of knitting podcasts. And, and it's the kind of thing where particularly the listener wins because they're getting all this stimulating and fulfilling content. But then all of the creators, you know, we get new listeners to, to interact with and, and to serve, I guess. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. There's a podcast for everyone. So in this journey, I've been trying to explain to maybe some older people in my life, like, I'm going to show you exactly how to do it. I'm going to show you how to find it. I'm going to send you a little tutorial. You're going to be able to do it. And you'll find something that you like. You don't have to like the same thing I like. We can, you know, this leads me into my question that I'm asking all of my guests. And it is, what are the podcasts that you listen to in your spare time when you're not doing your podcast? Yeah, so I'll give you a couple of good ones. Like one is related to the night. It's called Nocturne, and it's by Vanessa Lowe. But it's an interesting podcast about the night. Like she, it's a like a storytelling podcast where she'll do a story or an interview with people, and it's somehow related. I think the 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 subtitle is peering into the dusty corners of the night. So it's just a really interesting take on the night and what happens during the night and maybe be thinking or stories. So that's a good one. I love audio fiction. So there's like a great, a couple of great audio fiction podcasts. Uh, Girl in Space is an amazing one. I don't want to even say anything more than just like, just listen to it. it it'll blow your mind. And then another amazing uh, audio fiction podcast they just concluded is The Bright Sessions. Okay. And that one is... It's uh, the, the kind of conceit is that it's a therapist with uh, and she her clients are, are people with superpowers or, or uh, like it, and it's kind of the record. It starts off with the recordings of the therapy sessions and kind of grows from there. So those are three 
amazing podcasts to check out. And those last two you mentioned are fiction. So it's just somebody telling you an actual fictional story. It's not like real life interviews. Yeah, it's it's like layered drama, like kind of like like in the tradition of audio, audio, like old time radio, uh, but a little bit more intimate. Like I think both of them use this intimacy in the, the fact that you're listening with earbuds, like the creators have kept that in mind. So it, it really embraces the podcasting aspect of it versus like a broader radio aspect versus like just listening to an audio book per se. Yeah. And anyone that has any kids, I just thought of this other one. It's called, if you have a, any children, there's a great podcast. Let's get our kids, let's get the kids hooked on podcasts early here, but it's called uh, Eleanor Amplified. Okay. And my daughter, I have a 11 uh, year old daughter and we listen to that one and it's, it's again, it's an audio drama and uh, it's just like an adventure, like it's just a really fun podcast. E- even for adults, I think it, it's a great podcast, but that's another one to check out uh, if you're driving to, like as the school year starts you know, put out a podcast in the morning and then you're kind of sharing an experience with your kids. You know, that's a great idea because it sort of circles back around to what you're saying about the bedtime story. And, you know, I think of that and my oldest daughter read Harry Potter herself in fifth grade. She was a very young, voracious reader, read the whole thing, all the books. My son just wasn't quite as interested in reading. And so he and I laid in the bed every night. We read all eight of those Harry Potter books. And and when I say we read them, I mean I read them (laughs) out loud. So I'm a big Harry Potter fan. But I think it is that that comfort of having somebody with you and you're sharing a story. So then we can talk about Harry Potter because we read it together. So it sounds like this um, Eleanor Amplified would be the same idea for kids. You're sharing a story. Yeah, it just gives you this connection point and and especially when there's a lot of humor it's like uh it's like oh what do you think about that and it does introduce uh like i mean they talk about facebook instead of facebook but it's like oh it introduces these topics that maybe would be a discussion point like oh what do you think about facebook or oh you know if you're going to use social media it it doesn't really have any parables in it but but it, it just gives good talking points to, to have a discussion with your kid of like, oh, do, do you know about the news or do you know about Facebook and stuff like that? So, yeah, and mostly it just gives you a chance to share, laugh at something. Could you believe that? Oh, or uh, I think they had a Sean Connery voice on there. And I was laughing and my daughter was kind of like, oh, it's just funny. Like it was the Scottish accent. I'm like, well, no, like uh, let me explain, you know, Sean Connery, you know, so it also gives you a chance to introduce maybe stuff from your past to your kids too. Right, right. You you know, it's sometimes the adult the jokes are in there for the adults and then the the adults sometimes have to explain the joke. Well, listen, I tell you what, this has been fascinating and I will thank Georgia for my favorite murder for mentioning you and that's how I have met you. And I love listening to these podcasts. So like I said at the end of my podcast doing I'm asking people, I have now heard of 10 podcasts I've never heard of before. So it's just such a huge, wide world out there. And some of the podcasts, I think, well, I'm probably not going to be so interested in the sports one. But yet, some of them I am because literally, it's just a different story set in the sports world. So to me, this has been like a like a dream. So in closing, I'm going to say thank you so much for joining me. And I'm going to encourage anyone who needs a little help sleeping to subscribe to Drew's podcast, which is called Sleep With Me. And I want you to tell all my listeners where we can find out more about your podcast and more about you and follow you on social media and all of that good stuff. 
Cool. Yeah. Thank you so much. If you have a podcast app, just search for Sleep With Me Podcast. Uh, if you have a smart speaker, you could just say, hey, play Sleep With Me Podcast smart speaker or uh, sleepwithmepodcast.com is like uh, where you could find all of our links and everything like that. That's fantastic. Yeah, your website's great. I, I took a look at it and saw your accolades there. I was super impressed. So if, if you did your website or whoever did it, they did a great job. Yeah, it was a li- it was actually a lister that like another set of word about it was a lister. I had done my website and then a lister reached out uh, and he was like, oh, let me help you. And uh, so there's another intangible benefit of making a podcast is meeting what wonderful people and being able to be like, oh, you helped me. Now let me give you some help, too. So Uh, yeah, it was really great. Well, shout out to that listener. That's awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much, Drew. This has been really fun. And I hope that my listeners have learned something new today and maybe they'll get a little help sleeping with the help of your podcast. All right. Thank you so much. Okay. Thanks. Bye-bye.